future is certain, says an old Soviet joke, it's only the past that is unpredictable. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today we're going to be debunking some myths about World War II. Specifically, some myths that have grown up in Russia about their role in World War II and the role of the Allies. Now, we've all seen Vladimir Putin's attempt to revise history in his so-called justification for invading Ukraine an attempt that's been challenged and debunked at every turn everywhere in the world, except inside Russia. The lies take hold there in large part because of government control of the media and brutal suppression of any sort of dissent. But this isn't the first or even the biggest distortion of history that's been both taught and believed by the majority of the Russian populace. That dubious honor goes to the belief that the Soviet Union could have defeated the Nazis with no help at all from the United States, Great Britain, or any of the other allies. For more than 75 years now, the Russian people have been taught that World War II was essentially won by the Red Army alone, that the Allied armies played little role in the war, including the Normandy invasion in 1944 having no real impact on the ultimate outcome, and that it was made possible by the heroic efforts of the socialist workers who produced the tanks, planes, and munitions needed to defeat Hitler's army. As with all revisionist history, there's just enough truth in some of these statements to make the lie believable. Russia obviously played a massive role in the defeat of Nazi Germany. Their efforts both on the battlefield and on the home front during the war cannot be overstated. They held down a huge portion of the German army for two years before finally turning the tide and driving the Germans back to Berlin. Around 80% of combat in the European theater of the war took place on the Eastern Front, with Germany suffering 75% of its losses there. And their sacrifice in terms of number of people killed in the war is indisputable, with most sources agreeing with the World Population Report that when combining military and civilian losses, a staggering 27 million Russians died in the war. Yet simply accepting credit for the real part they played in what was a global alliance to defeat the Nazis isn't enough for many Russians, or for Putin in particular. They've rewritten their own history to completely discount the role their, their allies played while elevating their own part far beyond its true, though massive, significance. Let's look at a few of the facts. First of all, this revisionist position ignores the fact that British troops were fighting the Germans and Italians in North Africa in June 1940, a full year before the invasion of Russia. America began direct involvement in mid-1942. The Allies drove the Germans out of North Africa, thereby preventing them from taking both the vital Suez Canal and the oil fields of the Middle East. Their inability to take these oil fields directly impacted the fight in Russia, as their desperate need for oil forced them to send troops into the Soviet Caucasus to try and seize the oil fields there when these troops were needed in other parts of Russia. The Russian dismissal of the Normandy invasion, not to mention the invasion of Italy nine months earlier, is laughable for several reasons. 
not the least of which is that Germany had roughly one million troops stationed in Western Europe in anticipation of the Allied invasion of France, and nearly half a million in Italy. Tying down one and a half million troops is no small thing. Furthermore, once the Allies had invaded France, Hitler was forced to pull troops in the Eastern Front to meet the new threat, reducing the number facing the Soviets. Equally important in many ways was the impact on Germany's ability to manufacture tanks, planes, arms and ammunition to resupply its forces because of British and American air raids. Now as for the claim that all of the Soviet arms and equipment were manufactured within Russia, the facts just don't back that up. Most people know about the famous Lend-Lease program between the United States and Great Britain, but few know that the same arrangement existed with the Soviet Union. The website of the U.S. Embassy in Russia shows that the United States provided Russia with 400,000 jeeps and trucks, 14,000 airplanes, 8,000 tractors, 13,000 tanks, 1.5 million blankets, 15 million pairs of army boots, and 4.5 million tons of food. A 1945 pamphlet from the American Historical Association states that the Lend-Lease also provided the Soviet Union with 350 locomotives, 1,640 flat cars, and close to half a million tons of rails. And it wasn't just America sending aid to Russia either. In late 1941, when most American aid was going to Britain, the British in turn sent aid to Russia, most importantly tanks and planes to replace the ones destroyed by the Germans early in the invasion. Before the crucial Battle of Moscow, it's estimated that tanks supplied by Great Britain accounted for more than a third of the entire number of tanks available to the Russians. Russian production of weaponry did increase as the war went on, but when they needed it the most, it came from somewhere else. Given all this, no sane person would argue that the Soviet Union could have won the Second World War on their own any more than they would argue that the United States could have. It took a global effort to defeat the Nazis and erasing the contribution of any participant to make your country look better is the worst kind of historical revisionism. That's our episode for today. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad free. Thanks again.